Couch Guys Sports Podcast, episode number 150. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit of an uh, abbreviated show this week. Because fifty? When the fuck did that? We're at 150, which it which is crazy. I mean, coming from where the show started from, we've grown. the The site itself has grown. We were just talking about this before the show. The site has grown a ton, and honestly, a big a big part of that. Like Al has done an awesome job. Al's killing. Well, the thing is, like, it's, it's what you were doing before, but now you you don't, you don't have as much time to do it. Yeah, I got. I mean, I got pride. Yeah, and no, no, he's killing it. He's cr- he's crushing it. So we're gonna do a shorter show this week because there's really, I mean, there is nothing going on. Everybody's just quarantined. Governor Baker announced again that this social distancing and everything's. Non-essential businesses are going to be closed now until May 4th in Massachusetts. New Hampshire, too, right? Yep. So there is just nothing going on. And even China. China was supposed to start up their basketball league again. And I tell you, if like, they did that, I would have been hardcore streaming some Chinese basketball. Dude, at this point. Like, holy crap. I am at, desperate to watch some sports. At this point, I heard the guys on 98.5 talking about this. There was a guy who, I guess in Vegas, you can you can bet on ping pong right now. And yeah, there was a like guy who, he, he, he parlayed a $50 bet on 10 different ping pong matches, or nine, maybe, I think it was 10, and he won and got 9,000 bucks. It's crazy. From betting on ping pong. It's what we got. Those That's, degenerates, man. They got to they get their fix. It's, it's a crazy time right now. Like those alcoholics, I, those liquor stores, guys, they're open. Liquor stores are open, and that's and honestly, they're open. And honestly, like that is what we need just to stay sane. We need liquor stores open. We need grocery stores open. I still cannot go to the store and get toilet paper from the stop and shop around the corner from my house. Dude, Amazon it. Amazon it. Are they delivering it? Dude, my mother-in-law just got a bunch of tissues and toilet paper. It's just annoying. Like, why? I don't get why it's running out. And like, finally, the hysteria is kind of slowed down. A little bit. People aren't freaking out as much. Yeah, there's meat but, in the supermarket again. That's good. Yeah, but I in in I went to the supermarket yesterday and I'm looking around. Everything for the most part, everything except like the ice cream aisle, which is crazy. The ice cream aisle is also like out. Looking around, a lot of things are back to normal. The shelves are stocked. Blah blah blah. You get to the toilet paper section and there's still Nothing. none. It doesn't. It looks like the apocalypse just it, for that it, one aisle. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's so weird, though. Literally, like, I've been to Walmart a couple times, and yes, I'm still going out, people. Um, it's just weird. Like, it's eerie to watch people walk around in masks. It's still, like, weird. It's, like, it that's is. the thing you see all anywhere else. Like, you see that in China anyway. People do that because there's so many people over there. But, like, to see someone in my neighborhood, Walmart, just strolling down with a bunch of masks and their kids wearing masks and their social distancing signs on the floor, like, it's weird. Well, it's getting it's getting crazy because and we, we know how bad this thing is, how bad COVID-19 is, but... The fact that it's now like even in, in I guess it was doing this before and, and nobody's nobody's underplayed this at least recently. This thing is now putting even young people with no underlying health issues on ventilators. It's crazy. It's it's just stay home, people. Just don't be stupid. Like it's, the videos of the beaches in Florida, like all the stuff, like people are 
moronic if they still think this isn't a thing. Like, obviously, I know you were one of the ones who were so, like, against, like, this I was is stupid, so this is the flu, it. like, fuck COVID-19, what is it, I'm going outside, like, dude, stay the fuck home. So, so let me, let me back that up. This, I said that I was like that before it got like serious, serious. I was like that before the NBA shut down. So once the NBA shut down, that's when I was like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe this is a real thing. <laughs> it shut down <laughs> one of the more powerful sports uh, things in the world. So let's, uh, let's just, yeah. oh, okay, we're good. I'm going to treat this seriously now. I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe this is a legitimate issue going on here. And it turns out it is. Turns out this is a big old problem. <laughs> it turns out yeah. we got to figure this out. But that's why we're going to bring you the podcast still every week, even though there's nothing to talk about. Jared and I were talking earlier about should we even do a show. We're going to put out a show because people need the entertainment inside I the house. People need something. Jared, Jared's got nothing better to do. So I'll, I'll let you say that if you want to. Jared's got I nothing got better off. to do. Right COVID-19. Jared, Jared's unemployed. <laughs> Not for long. I got some interviews, but we're good. But he'll be, yeah, he'll be fine. The, the COVID-19 bug couldn't avoid my household, which is unfortunate, but it's laid off so many people. Oh, it, and it, like, the unemployment rate is not, but nice thing though for Massachusetts, I found this out that normally unemployment rate apparently is like two thirds of what you're making or like your salary. Yeah. They're paying out full, like whatever you're making, you're going to get through like September if you don't have a job. Honestly, in, uh, at first I was like, okay, Baker's kind of pussyfooting around this whole thing. Governor Baker has done such a good job with this. Better than our president. He's done Governor Baker, who's a Republican. A lot of people think oh, that's he's called out Trump multiple Democrat. times, though. He's called out Trump a lot. He, he and he's a he's a fake Republican. Governor yeah, Baker's a, a fake. He's Republican. not a real Republican. Like, like anything, Biden, he, I love Biden, but Biden's a fake Democrat. Like, come on. yeah, I I think I think Baker is right in the middle. Baker is right smack dab in the middle. He's a moderate. He's technically a Republican. But Baker has done such a good job with this thing. But I just cannot believe that we have to do this for another month. It's March 31st. We're recording this Tuesday, March 31st. And we're still sitting our asses inside. You drive around and there's nobody on the road. Yeah. I we um, but, you know, It was nice, though. If you have any sense of normalcy, just do it. Like the other night, um, me and the wifey pulled out stuff outside on the patio because it's now finally warm out. Um, had a fire. Had a fire up here in New Hampshire, and it was like nothing was going on. It was great. Yeah, Find well, some is that, that doesn't involve the public. That was great. Sat <laughs> you know, put my feet up with a beer in my hand, sat by the fire pit, had a couple s'mores. It was great. Do you know how weird it's going to be when we get back to normal and people can go outside? We're all going to go out of our houses and be like, people? Hey, now what do we do? <laughs> Forget how to handshake people. <laughs> oh, I'm not somebody hand- and go, Anybody again. Nope. Nope. Good. Yep. Got I'm not. I'm not touching anybody's hand um, ever. Elbows, please. Elbows. I wonder. I legitimately wonder if that's a thing. Like, I wonder if people are gonna stop shaking hands. I won't. It's after this. Like, this is unprecedented. You I hear won't. about that guy in Italy who survived the Spanish flu and now coronavirus? Did he survive coronavirus? 101 years old. He oh, that's oh, that's the dude. I saw that guy survive coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize he had the Spanish flu too. 101. Yeah. He was born, had the Spanish flu, survived it when he was, I guess, a baby, right? It must have yeah. been a baby. He was just born, yeah. Gets coronavirus, and he lives. And the thing is, in Italy, they're not even treating people over the age of 80. So this guy just said, no. fuck coronavirus. <laughs> basically. Yeah, they're basically like, oh, you're over 80? Good luck. <laughs> Figure like, it out, dude. Stay home is, and if, see you on the other side, right? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. That's Italy right now. Ciao. It, Italy not 
and I get it, I guess. I like the, the logic like makes sense, but it's one of those Italy not treating people over 80. Italy's almost... government, dude, Italy's government sucked. They didn't quarantine anybody until they were all like dying. And now the entire country is shut down still, mind you. Their company, their country still shut down. And it's they, crazy. it's ridiculous. I don't, think it'll, I don't think it'll get that bad here because we shut down our borders faster, but it's still crazy. Right. In Italy, I mean, granted, they were at the point where, like, there was, other than China, Italy was, like, the first country that really got hit hard. So they, they didn't, they really didn't know. Like, they were like, okay, whatever. They were, like, probably, like, a lot of people who were like, okay, coronavirus, whatever, it, we'll beat it, it'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, they were like, oh, no, this is real. And then, like, we saw that, yeah. and we were like, okay. Get ready for this. But Italy, Italy not treating people 80 years old and older, which is crazy fucked up. Like, I can't yeah. even, like, my grandfather who died a few months ago, he was 82. If he got it, he just wouldn't have been treated. Which, to me, like, being a family member, I would have been like, what the fuck? Oh, but, yeah, my, my grandmother is, like, 90. So, yeah. like, she'd, they would have been like, good luck, man. Good, it's good one luck, of those man. things <laughs> that, it's one of those things that somebody, like, walks into a meeting and says, hey, should we treat somebody over the age of 80? And then people listen to it and go, you know, it doesn't it make sense. sense, but no, but no. we can't. It's like, what? Like, I can imagine like, like they're sitting in a conference room, like, all right, let's vote our hands. Let's Ra get this show, done. Show of hands. Are we going to, are we going to not treat somebody? Raise your hand. Majority, <laughs> majority votes. We're going to let those guys go. All right. Great. Italy, <laughs> Population control. Italy was just like, all right, well, that makes sense. Let's go for it. <laughs> Which it's it's just it's such an incredibly sad situation, but there and I've seen so I've seen people on like Twitter where people are making jokes about coronavirus because the one good thing about this and it's it's a good and a bad thing. Twitter being around right now, it has created a lot more hysteria about this than need be. But at the same time, having Twitter around has made this it's like it's alleviated some of the situations. Because yeah. I've seen some funny-ass memes. And the people who get upset over the funny memes, like, get the stick out of your ass. It's, no, we need the memes right now. We need everything. Dude, the biggest highlight of all of this is that we got ESPN to push up the MJ documentary. And Harvey Weinstein got coronavirus. Like, guys, MJ documentary, April. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein did, you're right. Hell yes. <laughs> Down with Harvey Weinstein. Down with listen, Harvey Weinstein getting it. I'll get back to MJ in a second. Harvey Weinstein getting it is just like God being like, All right, guys, listen, I know this is going on, but here you go. Here's a little nugget. Here's a favor. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, like I'm sorry for all this going on, but hey, Harvey, boom. Yeah, he just put it, his finger down. One, he's oh, boom. He's up there like my intern hit the wrong button. I apologize. <laughs> um, the, he meant COVID 18. He, he didn't mean to make this. I'm sorry, but here. While we're spreading it, boop. All right, we're good. Somebody accidentally removed the case over COVID-19. He meant to hit COVID-18, accidentally hit COVID-19. Now we got all this going on. So sorry about that, guys. But, you know, to make it up to you here, Harvey Weinstein, well, boom, there we go. And I heard an interesting theory, too. And this is from the Kirkman Ann podcast. And this is from Brandy Love, the adult film star. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. Gotta love Brandy Love. And she spoke about a, a very interesting topic, and it was about Harvey Weinstein getting it. And her theory really was that, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, he went to jail, right? All of a sudden, he was dead. And that people just kind of let that go. Like, all right, well, he killed himself. 
And then there were like some there some people were like he didn't actually kill himself, but that all blew over. Nobody cares about that anymore. Harvey Weinstein getting coronavirus. A little fishy. Yeah. A little fishy. That might be an excuse uh, for somebody, maybe uh, a higher up who's got a lot of money who doesn't want Harvey leaking anything to uh to take care of some business. <laughs> Not a bad theory. By any means. I mean, nowadays, whatever. That's a legitimate theory. A that legit is theory. a that's a theory that I can roll with. But Harvey Weinstein, you know what? And we we have a weekly dump, but I don't really want to read the weekly dump. Skip it. And like, sorry for the fans of the weekly dump. And you know what? People actually do like the weekly dump. Pew but pew pew. We're gonna skip it this week because, like we said, shorter show, not much to talk about. You know what the news is for the weekly dump? The MJ damn documentary is coming out early. Michael Jordan documentary coming out early. That is huge. And I'm that's so excited. one of those things. You know the viewership that's going to get? Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah. Like, it's like Tiger all we have to watch. It's, oh my God, this is great. I can't wait. I'm so it's, excited. It's a t- Is it on Netflix, the, the MJ thing? Is Netflix doing it? No, it's ESPN. It's a, I thought it was a. Oh, but I thought Netflix on, like, was the one doing it with ESPN. Maybe Disney Plus. Oh, maybe. Because hmm. Disney Plus and ESPN, you know, a little partnership going on. I Let's think Disney, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Disney owns ESPN, right? Uh, yes. Yes, Disney owns the ESPN. Um, so the Michael Disney Jordan the documentary coming out was huge, and that was that's a, another reason why Twitter having it right now is huge because people tweeted that, people wanted it, people demanded it, and now it's coming out early in April, which is massive, right in the middle of our quarantine. It's gonna keep people sane for a little bit longer, guys. I forgot to do this in the middle of the show so we're just gonna hammer this out now in manscaped i apologize you guys are the best you know that we love you the rest of the show and honestly the entire show brought to you by manscaped guys Ooh, ah those are the screams that i used to make when i would cut myself shaving before i knew about manscaped back when i was a dummy thank you manscaped for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks Guys, we've all had our issues with manscaping before. I've talked about this a million times on the show. When I was younger, I was so dumb. I used to think that you had to use little scissors to cut it because I heard somebody on my on my baseball team talk about that. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe you have to do that. Well, it turns out that is a horrible move, a horrible, horrible accident waiting to happen. Guys, no more cuts and nicks with the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. This is their third-generation trimmer featuring advanced skin-safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I tell you guys this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand, guys. Show your mower off loud and proud. And because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB, so many people have written in stories about how the Lawnmower 3.0 has changed their lives. They even included pics so we could see the smoothness for ourselves. And they aren't kidding, guys. It's smooth as butter. Not butter that I would recommend, though. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code COUCHGUYS, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y, at manscaped.com. Guys, your balls, they're going to thank you. Again, get 20% off. Listen up. 20% off in these trying times. Coronavirus, COVID-19. 
Guys, you still have to keep things loud and proud down there. You have to keep things nice and smooth because you might be having a ton of intercourse since everybody's going to be stuck inside in quarantine. Guys, get 20% off with free shipping with the code COUCHGUYS, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y, at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com using promo code COUCHGUY. Your balls are going to thank you. Now, let's get back to the show. Again, shout out Manscaped. You guys are the best. Back to the show. Um, so the Red Sox, not great with PR. Is that a surprise? Do you know where I'm going with this? I don't think you do because this is, this is something that I heard on the radio today. I heard, uh, Bertrand and Zoe and Hardy talking about on 98.5, the sports hub. And it's, it is something that came into my mind when I first heard, the news when I first saw the news. Mm -hmm. So there are, it's a crisis right now in America, a crisis, something that we have never seen before in this generation and any generation currently alive, except for the 101 year old who beat Spanish flu and the coronavirus. This is something we've never seen before. And the hospitals are overwhelmed. They they're looking for masks. They need supplies. And as of right now in Massachusetts and Florida, Elective surgeries are not allowed because they need the supplies. They need the rooms. Chris Sale has successful Tommy John surgery. Guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I don't put this on Chris Sale. I don't. And I very, I briefly heard this. So I, I briefly heard this on the radio and it, and it, it, sparked it sparked into my brain guys what are we doing if elective surgeries are obviously frowned upon right now because we have people dying we have a shortage of hospital rooms of ventilators of masks we're actually treating our 80 year old and up people yes treating our elderly we have people making masks and sending them to hospitals we have new balance we have our balance not bauer bauer made those face shields right Yes, we have massive companies helping out. No elective surgeries. And listen, I know Chris Sale needs Tommy John. But not the time. Not the time. At least wait till after. See, I'm not really surprised by this like you are. I don't don't know why you're surprised by this. This is the Red Sox we're talking about. Am I mad about it? Not really. It's whatever. I, like from a Red Sox perspective, from like a baseball perspective, you want Chris Sale to get the surgery done as early as possible. And if, and if you're Chris Sale, you can't be mad at Chris Sale. It's like you said, right? Because if you're Chris Sale, like the rest of us, you're thinking about your job through all this. You're thinking about, especially with him, when the next time you can pitch. Now, granted, they, they fucked this up from the beginning. He should have been, Sox... been under the knife in like November. Yeah. But they just didn't want to admit that because the PR hit. That goes back to the wonderful Red Sox ownership group. But – for the fact that they did it now, there he's still probably not going to pitch even in 2021. Like, and they wanted to get this done as fast as possible. At least, at least till the middle of 2021. He, yeah, he'll have some setbacks. Dude, he throws like sidearm. Like, he's gonna have some setbacks. He'll be he'll be out all of 2021 too. I guarantee it. Now, granted, if baseball doesn't happen this year, then it really is only one season he's out. But the Red Sox did not handle this well. They're like, yeah, let's just fly him to California. That's okay, right? 
<laughs> from start to finish. And yeah, right. They flew him out to California. And I don't blame this on Chris Sale because there's no doubt in my mind the Red Sox set this up. There's no doubt in my mind. And if the Red Sox were better at PR in general, well, then maybe I'd give him a pass. But yeah. when that notification popped up on my phone that he had Tommy John surgery, the first thought in my mind was, why now? Well, the funny and, thing and, is, and, I, if you needed three opinions, Jared, three from the start, you needed three opinions to tell you that Chris Sale's elbow doesn't need Tommy John surgery. If you have to get by two guys, you get that Tommy John surgery because eventually it's going to happen. We all knew this was coming. Why didn't you do this a month ago, two months ago? Put him under the knife then. We avoid this PR disaster when we knew coronavirus was was growing. We knew it was becoming a thing at that point. Get it done then before our hospitals are overwhelmed, before our nation is dealing with the worst pandemic of our— It's only, only the Red Sox— could dive into the fire when the worst pandemic we've seen in a hundred years is happening. It's only the I could just picture. Time. So I could just picture like, and it's funny because when I got the notification, like you did, right? Like we all have to, to keep those on now, the one-off sports things that come through our phone. I, I looked at it like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. He needed it. And I'm like, wait, no, hold on. Like I'm quarantined for a reason. Why are you getting surgery? That's and another I, thing. I was like, <laughs> this guy's going to open up his body now with coronavirus going like, around. Like I just picture John Henry getting him on a plane, not going with him. By any means, he's John. John Henry's hunkered down. He's quarantining. He's not stupid. Um, and he go. He, he's just like sending a voicemail. Hey, hey Chris. Um, yeah. So good luck and let's go Red Sox and uh, let, text me when you get out of surgery. Don't forget to wear a mask even through surgery. Keep your mask on. Stay safe. And uh, good luck out there in California. Best of luck. Go Red Sox. We it's, fucked this up. It all comes back to the supplies for me though. And like this part does annoy me. Because, again, we have people dying and we have people struggling for their lives right now. We have hospitals running out of supplies. We have people making their own supplies. And you've got a few people in that in that room, that surgery room, assuming wearing masks, wearing gloves, yep. all things that other doctors at other hospitals who are literally fighting for people's lives could be using. There were there were bodies being loaded into a truck. Outside of a hospital in New York the other day. This isn't the time to get Chris Sale's elbow surgery. No matter what. And, and Jared, you're right. I mean, if Chris Sale's not going to pitch in 2021, which we assume he's not. We assume we're not going to see Chris Sale pitch till 2022, which sucks. Oh, my kid will be two years old. Yeah, oh. Yes, which is <laughs> insane, right? If Chris Sale's not going to pitch until 2022, yeah. why not push the surgery off until – if we think Massachusetts, it's going to peak in two weeks like Charlie Baker says. Which a lot there's a lot of prediction about that. Two weeks, it's gonna peak. Wait till after. If you're not gonna pitch till 2022 anyway, I, getting surgery now and getting surgery in, in like June or July, early June when you might be able to squeak, squeak in there and it won't be as big of an issue. When it yeah. start when things start what, dying what's down. What's the month? What's the month gonna do? Right. When the rest of the country is starting to really lock down. Why? Why? Like, what's the point? Because look, all these countries around, all these states around the country, I mean, are literally like, stay at home, stay at home. Like, we're closing our borders, stay at home. California is on basically lockdown. But yeah, Chris, you can come to your surgery. Like, that's fine. Like, what? If you if you have to look at your own state and be and they say, hey, this can't happen because we're going through a pandemic. And even Chris Sale, is he from Florida? He is, right? Yeah. Chris Sale's home Florida. state. Yeah. of florida is telling you you cannot do the surgery if Bye. dr james andrews 
can't perform the surgery. You don't think it's going to be a bad PR hit if you fly out and, and, and you get your ace that elbow surgery? Yeah, and they got, and they, mind you, they didn't wait a month. If they waited a month, they could have got the best guy to do it in Dr. James Andrews. Instead, they had a second tier. I don't know. Who, I mean, I don't know who his doctor is, but it's not James Andrews who does all of these Tommy John surgeries. What if something goes wrong? Like, what if the surgery wasn't perfect? Like, what if something does happen down the road, even when this is all gone? Right. Then we look back at as, as actual Red Sox fans and go, well, what the fuck? Then you could have waited a week and not been pissed and not risked it and had James Andrews do it. And then it becomes a point because if if, there's a, if you waited a month and didn't have complications, but if you didn't now, like you do it now, what's today? The 31st of March. If we're sitting on here and find out in two months that there's complications because the surgery didn't go as planned, you couldn't have waited a month to make sure that didn't happen. There are. They screwed this up from the beginning. Like, come on. Again, like you— John Henry, you boob. This should have been done two months ago. And again, I I don't put—I don't put—I put very little blame on Chris Sale. But if you're Chris Sale, don't you go, can we wait a month so Andrews can do it? Like, if you're Chris Sale and you know James Andrews is the best, like, and that's something you're going under the knife for. Yeah, but Chris Sale's a team guy. Chris yeah, Sale listens to the team. I know, but you know? don't you kind of go? Don't, do you think those conversations even happen? Do you like, hey, can we wait a month? No, I think I think the Red Sox set this up, and he they yeah. Chris Sale's probably sitting at home, just hanging out, and gets a call from the Red Sox, gets a call from his boss, and goes, hey, uh, just giving you a heads up here, we scheduled your surgery. You're going out to L.A. And they didn't want this to get out because I mean, a lot of times we get news like, okay. Chris Sale, especially, like, I get the Red Sox media emails. Like, I never got an email saying, hey, Chris Sale scheduled for surgery on this day. Yeah. All of a sudden, we just got a notification saying Chris Sale's surgery was done. Mm-hmm. So somebody leaked that out. The Red Sox did not want that to get out because they probably knew that this was going to be the backlash. Yeah. Just a dumb PR move. A dumb, dumb, dumb PR move. Yep, 100%. Now, here's another question outside of Red Sox, outside of baseball. We're, we'll wrap up the show quick. BetOnline.ag, I believe they were the ones who opened up the odds. They had the Patriots still winning the AFC East. Okay, I'll take those odds, 100%. You think the Patriots are still going to win the AFC East? It won't be easy, but I think they can still do it. I think they still have the talent to do it. With Jared Sidman quarterback. Yeah, 100%. Even even with the Bills, even with the Bills getting Stephon Diggs. But they still have Josh Allen, and that's the problem. Like, I would honestly rather Jared Stidham than Josh Allen. Um... Josh Allen's terrible. That's true. He can't he's not throw. Good. He's he can't not throw good. <laughs> like, if they had a legitimate quarterback, maybe. Like, oh, my Lord, if the Dolphins actually trade up and get Joe Burrow, that changes things. There's no way the Bengals. If the Bengals do that, that would be the most Bengals move of all time. Dude, could you imagine Brian, Brian Flores just cakewalks into Joe Burrow? Like, he'll never get fired. Joe Burrow's no, going to be stuck. It would, it would suck because we would be screwed for years. Oh. Then, yeah, no, because then Joe Burrow becomes the next, I'll say the next Tom Brady, but a legitimate quarterback in the AFC for the first time since God knows when before Tom. Like, since since a couple years of Mark Sanchez. The, like the two years one off who had like a good offensive line. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah, but, they, like, but you were like, wow, this Mark Sanchez guy, pretty good. Pretty good. And then he couldn't win again. Um, no, yeah, then he sucked. And then he sucked. And then ass. the butt fumble happened and then everything went downhill. Oh, the butt fumble. Poor butt fumble. <laughs> And now, like, I'm, I'm peppering you with these questions. I would put the money on the Patriots winning the AFC East. Yeah. Just because they are surrounded by three loser teams. The Buffalo Bills went to four Super Bowls in a row and lost them all before this dynasty happened. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins 
Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's not going to win the AFC East. He's not. Unless you put Josh Rosen in, who also not going to win the AFC East. Tua, I don't think he's going to be ready if you draft Tua for the Miami Dolphins. I think, I think he'll play. I think he's going to play. He seems healthy. It's just a matter of I've, got, ready to I've got big, big faith in Tua. I think Tua is going to be really good in this league. The Bills. I already talked about them. The Jets. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be worried about the Jets. And they, and they just let one of their best receivers, like, walk out the door. Like, Robbie Anderson left. Right. Like, I'm like, wait, what? The skinniest wide receiver I've ever, The skinniest football player of all time. And, but you know what the one thing is that makes the Patriots, that should make the Patriots the AFC's favorites? What's that? Bill Belichick. 100%. I agree with that. And honestly, and Kraft. He's still, I think Kraft is still willing to let Belichick spend money to bring in talent. Look, everyone that's sitting here thinking the Patriots are going to go, like, with three wins this year is stupid. No, like, it's not I, think, I think the Patriots are going to be an 11-5 and five football team. I think Patriots go 11-5, and five, maybe 12-4 and four at best. Like, I think that's, like, their peak. Is 12 and four if Stidham comes out of nowhere. I but, think Jared Stidham is going to be a damn good quarterback. You no, know I agree. And I think Belichick and McDaniels have the tools to get this guy up to speed quickly. Again, I put Jimmy Garoppolo as like the hands down example. Jimmy Garoppolo was out of nowhere. They figured it out that he had talent. And then obviously Belichick was bitter. So they handed him to San Francisco. What makes you think Belichick can't do the same thing with Stidham? Stidham coming out of high school, um, he was the second prospect overall in the country and that was the draft with like burrow and all these guys so like and he was a stud in texas Texas high school football i think the only reason why he's not as high as he would have been is because he went to auburn right that's what that's what phil said last week phil said that auburn kind of ruined him yeah exactly so like i wholeheartedly think and obviously it was a small sample size with preseason but the, the small preseason games he played he looked damn good made some tough throws yeah, um, he did. That one to Jacoby the, to Jacoby Myers over the middle. That's the one that keeps sticking out to me. Yeah. That was a laser to Jacoby. Yeah, and then there was one. I remember the bum receiver that didn't catch it, but it was an over-the-top left side of the field. Almost, It would have been a touchdown if the dude caught it. I can't remember his name. You might. but I Yeah, I, I know I know what pass you're talking about. You know about. what plan I'm talking about, right? Yes. I don't remember. The, the, the bum got cut. But, like, dude, it was, it was two receivers. Stidham threw it over graciously into his hands. All he had to do was hold on to the ball. He didn't. Like, that's a throw that Brady makes. And I'm not going to tr- try to compare Stidham to Brady because he's not going to be Brady. But this dude makes some pretty tough throws, can move around the pocket a little bit. And in this Patriots system, it's designed for a pocket quarterback. But he can actually move and get out of the way. Not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl next year, but playoffs are expanded. Get in as the seventh seed and make a run. Like, hey. Dude, even if you win the division, you don't have to get into the seventh seed. You're in. Dude, imagine. I saw this. Jeff Howe tweeted this. Imagine how much the world would burn if the Patriots squeaked in as the seven seed at like eight and eight and then won on a run and won the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. It would. <laughs> Listen, the world's going to burn if the Patriots, A, if Jared Stidham turns out to be a, a – if Jared Stidham turns out to be a really good quarterback because, guys, that's the thing. Nobody knows. And we said this last week. Nobody knows if Jared Stidham's going to be a only, good I think only Belichick. I think only Belichick and McDaniels know. And honestly, they know more than we do, and if they're willing to ride with them, then he's probably going to be good. Right. Because I expect there, him to be good. There's been no inclination over Belichick's tenure that he can't draft and develop quarterbacks. Right. Like he saw Brady out of nowhere, got him to up to speed. And then this would happen. Like people forget that Brady was a no name draft pick and wasn't expected to play. Wasn't going to play. Bledsoe getting hurt, let him play. And then he got he got his chance. Stidham got his, is getting his chance early because Brady said, F this, I'm out. <laughs> like, and the Patriots didn't offer him anything. 
Yeah. So and I think that's but that's another good thing. That's another telling thing I think about Stedham and his talent and the Patriots trusting him because the Patriots, if they thought Stedham was going to be a bum and they didn't see anything in Stedham, they would have probably offered Brady something substantial. They probably would have offered some Brady something that would have brought him back, but they didn't. They think yeah. they have a guy who can be a franchise starting. If quarterback. they didn't think Stidham could play, they would have went out of their way to make sure Brady came back. Right. Because they don't want to lose. Like Belichick's still going after Shula. I think people forget about this. He wants wins. He wants to win as much as possible while he's still the coach. And if and I honestly think he could win a Super Bowl without Brady, as long as they have a quarterback. Which again, if Stidham pans out, if if Stidham actually pans out, they could win a Super Bowl this year if they fill the right hole. If they fill the other holes in the team. They, if they, if just they add, if they add one more legitimate receiver this is going to be in jared stidham turns out to be a, a, a good legit quarterback if they had one more receiver this is going to be an offense that i think, I think can fuck well, people have to remember here Nikhil harry top pick was hurt all last year i think he can be better and now that he has the pressure of not playing with brady off his back i think that can help him um people forget that stidham and myers had like an insane relationship in the preseason before brady just shut jacoby myers out and also, you look at um, Julie Edelman coming back, potentially healthy, to help the young guy out. And then Muhammad Sanu coming back healthy. So, like, if you can get someone to help him, even if it's a tight end or one more receiver, um, I honestly wouldn't hate them to go receiver in the first round of the draft to get someone else there to help um, him. But they also need so much other help that I don't really know. I think I think they have to draft Young at linebacker, personally. But we're not having a draft conversation right now. Oh, oh they, man. They're, they're I still having the draft. F the NFL, they're still having the draft. I know. I like, they're not pushing it back. That. Like, I mean, like I'm happy because I want to know what the Patriots. Like, I want to not- know what the Patriots do. Like, from a Patriots fan, I want to know what they do because, like, are they gonna draft a quarterback? Like, all that stuff. But why? And Goodell was like, if you guys try to argue this, you're gonna get fined. Like, I was like, you guys can fuck yourselves. You guys yeah. try to argue with me. It doesn't even matter. You're you picking players. It's unreal. Fiora Goodell well, strikes again. Couch Guys Sports Podcast. 150. 150 stay episodes. Home. 100, yeah, stay home. Wash your hands. Don't be assholes. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally. Guys, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Couch Guy Podcast. Follow hey, us right. on Twitter at Nick Quag. Jared, Jared underscore Scally. Jared's unemployed ass. <laughs> you should put that, you should put that in your Twitter bio. Unemployed ass. Unemployed ass. Nick Wally, Jared Scally. Guys, we'll be back next week for episode number 151. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Oh, wait. Shit.